Hello and welcome to the Focus Seacast. I'm your host, Corey, aka Focus, and today I'm talking with Microbe Alchemist of Soul Rebel Collective. Before we start the episode, I'd like to give a huge shout out to my buddy Bezmir for making this new intro music. I was switching over files to a new computer and I lost all my podcasts and all my music. So, shout out to Bezmir for stopping by and laying down this track. Without any further delay, here's Microbe. Going on, microbe. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good to have you on the show. I know we've chatted a little bit, you know, in person, and so yeah, it's nice to get another breeder on, especially somebody from the same area. So yeah, dealing with the same problems. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I thought we'd start out with a little bit of kind of your background and how you got into uh, cannabis breeding. Um, I mean, it started, it was, um, you know, I've always been outside in soil, you know, helping my mother. She's like ill in the garden. She's always been doing that. You know, her gardens are ridiculous. So I've always been helping her, whether it's been weeding or, you know, planting stuff. And, um, you know, it, it evolved over the years, like to growing vegetables for my kids and then finally being able to pull down a good harvest you know I don't know how many times like maybe two or three times it took me until I pulled down an actual good harvest but you know once once you start popping seed and you get the males to look at there's a lot of cool things that pop up but um yeah I think it just started out of curiosity at first to be honest with things that I liked you know see what you take and then then look at those and see what they're like yeah, so like what kind of varieties did you start out with? Um the the first like crosses that I made that I I released it was a it was a northern lights mashup that I didn't release, but um you know, this is what like the first one that I made and it, it got this what got me stoked on it. You know, it was just big, huge, beautiful plant and it was just a male and it was it was awesome. So, you know, I was just really stoked to put it on some of my favorites at the time. I, I can't even remember what it was, to be honest, what females I had. It was a long time ago. But um, more recently, things like Durban Poison and uh, the Poison Mimosa work. And I like, um, like Haze a lot, like Piff and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so... I guess let's get into like what you've been working on lately. You gave me like a whole bunch of seeds. Um, I definitely like to hear about some of, some of the crosses, like, like the poison, uh, poison mimosa and some of the haze crosses and stuff like that. Yeah, that was just, um, that was a bunch of just, uh, our favorites, uh, things that we've been given from friends and, uh, or hunted from seed or, and then some elites too. And, you know, I just put everything on the mail that we had found and then we took it to the next, it was that made the F3 also, and then just made like a bunch of crosses in house. And then my buddy, Boston Loudest, who's my partner, Patty helped me a lot too. And he made a bunch of crosses and F3s and everything. So it's just been like a bunch of poison mimosa work. So we're kind of excited to expand on it now and do something other, you know, because 
I, I personally really enjoy like the orange flavors, you know, but I know a lot of people don't. So, you know, this next, this winter circle, we're really stoked about because who doesn't like Kim and who doesn't like OG and put together and then put on, you know, everything that today has to offer that is, you know, in our hands, in our libraries, and that is just off the chain. So we're really excited. Yeah. So do you want to go in a little bit about like the poison mimosa? Like a little bit on the lineage of that? Yeah, that, that was the Durban poison cut. My buddy Boston Loudis found, he gave it to me. And um, I, I was talking with King Jay at the time and he decided he wanted to send me some pollen to put on it. And we put a little bit of pollen on that plant. And of course, you know, I didn't think it was going to hit everything in the room and it did. <laughs> but um, so we, you know, that was, and I put it on like a, some Starfighter and a couple other things too. But where I was at at the time, my, uh, my buddy, his little brother was also there and he was a kind of like a know-it-all and he would go in there and he chopped a bunch of the plants down. He thought they were done and he didn't label anything. So that was, uh, I didn't, that was when I first made the poison mimosa and I might've had 120 seeds, 130 seeds altogether that I knew exactly which planet was from. So that's where it started. And, um, we took it to F2 and we found some really cool expressions like that, that crazy serrations. I don't know if you've seen those. Yeah. I've seen pictures of it and you gave me yeah. actually some, a couple uh, crosses that have the poison mimosa and I haven't grown it out yet, but looking forward to it. Yeah. There's lots of cool stuff popping up. Like, uh, like in the haze crosses and a lot of them, the mimosa kind of, which has surprised me, it's smothered all the haze in it and it's taken a lot of time off that African haze plant. Cause that's a 14, you know, 13 weeker from Bronson. That thing is amazing. Beautiful plant, especially if you like haze and, um, it, it took so much time off of it, but a buddy of mine just found one. He calls it the slug and it's about almost 50 days in and it's just pushing white pistols. <laughs> it's finally starting to flower. So that's like a, he's like, what am I supposed to do with this man? And I said, hold on to it. That's a gem right there. That's an outlier. You know, we haven't seen anything like that yet. So it could yeah. be some crazy, you know, some crazy equatorial jungle weed. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the haze right now is like, starting to be the rage because it's just something that you know nobody nobody flowers it because it takes so long but you know people here and there are starting to do that especially yeah. like you know home gardeners so yeah i think i think that's cool yeah i think when people are able to like grow it up for themselves they'll be able to grow what they like and you know not just buy what the you know dispensaries and the clubs want to grow or your character or whatever it is but, um, you know, there's been like a couple people that have just been screaming haze and piff for the longest time. So I'm, I'm definitely happy that it's caught on because that's my favorite, dude. You know, someone just sent me something the other day and I want to bring a tear to my eye opening the jar. It's so good. You know, it's that's what I grew up on. So it's it's nostalgia, but it's really, you know, NL5 haze is one of the best hybrids of all time. You know, that thing yeah, that. It's not like the weed that they smoke nowadays, bro. Not like this gelato and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. There's still oh, some, yeah. definitely some, some cats still working on it. I got a bunch of stuff from AK Rizzo that has like a lot of the old NL crosses and stuff yeah. from uh, AK Bean Brains. And... 
Yeah, I think that's where I might have got. Maybe it wasn't a Northern Lights from him, but it was like an '89 Northern Lights cross. My first one. I forget who I got it from, but yeah, they got some really cool shit out there. That's for sure. And I was talking to him because I got some Vietnam black going. I'm trying to do like a little open pollination. I did. I did an open pollination out in the woods last year with the Swazi Gold. I think I gave you some of those. I'm not sure, but you know, I got the seeds to finish and pulled all, all the weird males and anything that was, uh, you know, not stable and intersex, intersex traits, you know, so pulled all those and I got a bunch of new seeds and I found a bunch of just Swazi popping up in the woods now. So it was pretty cool. Maybe to domesticate in Connecticut. How cool would that be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stuff doesn't do well here. Um, at least a lot of the standards, I mean, it gets so rainy and wet and cold and stuff right. by, you know, September, October, it's usually like getting rotted. Um, but a lot of last year, but I, I, had, I had a lot of luck last year. I don't know if you did. Yeah. I, I, I actually didn't do any photos outside last year. I did all autos and, and I was like done by August. Oh, that's so. awesome. <laughs> I thought I'd do some autos as a bunker crop, and then I I popped way too many just seeds. You know, I got some crazy stuff going, like um my Death Face F two, which is Death Star and Face Off, um papaya melons from Harry Palms, that Vietnam Black. I was telling you, there's like fifty of them. I want to try, you know, flower all those fuckers out, make sure there's nothing weird. If I can get some pre uh, some mature seeds, that'll be great. Something to work with in the future. And then all the stuff I'm going to do for the winter circle. There's a lot of lot. There's a lot of room back here, so I put this Vietnam black all the way on the other side of the property, and it's long enough out. You know, that's going to flower a little bit later than the winter circle male, so I don't really have to worry about that. But I got bags and everything for that, so I'm ready. Make some new shit this year. It's going to be dope. Nice. Yeah, and I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna hopefully get the pollen that you gave me and and hit it to my i'm gonna start flying that black cam out i think tomorrow nice. and hopefully that's all viable so i hope it, i'm i'm shot i completely forgot to pull the, the flowers out of it and i was i looked at it like a couple days later and i was like fuck dude this shit is all moldy so i'm glad you were able to, try to save some of it so hopefully it's yeah. still good yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I went home. Me, I like ripped all the flowers out. I got, I put it, I, like, I, I cleaned it all up. I put it in a bag, you know, a nice black bag, double sealed, and threw it in the freezer. So I'm hoping, hoping it's viable. But first I mean, case, I still have the mail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we we'll still make it work, man. <laughs> we that well, that shit's gonna be some power. I'm flowering out some of that right now. It's Polecat 91 across the Jamaican Ice Headband from Itau Foundation out in Cali. It's gonna be. It's I mean, the males like when you just snap, or even like the ones that I didn't use for the the females. You're snapping off like leaves, trying to clean it up, and it just stinks, man. So I'm excited about that. Nice. A lot of new, a lot of new males. We flowered out a bunch of seeds. You know, found some males, called a bunch of shit, found some new stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. So what do you what do you look for in a male? I know a lot of people. You know. The males kind of uh, go by the wayside. You don't really see a lot of male picks unless it's from like an actual decent breeder. So yeah, what do you look for? I I um like it, it, it really depends because I try to have you know an end goal in mind. So first you got to have 
an idea of what you want to do. So let's say um, like the poison mimosa, I want to sun orange and fast. And that's what we got. And now we're working with this winter circle and we just want some crazy gas, some hash phenos. Um, but let's say something like the boom bap, which I, I would like to find, like make my own piffy haze variety. So we're looking for, you know, stable males. They're, they're all vigorous and they are all amazing branching when you talk about like original haze and Malawi, Panama crosses. It's, so the, the structure is, isn't even up. You don't have to worry about that. So I like to see things that are mold resistant for, you know, where we're at. So using something like that, it's going to bring like a more, not, I don't know, people will say it's larfy because it's not fucking rock solid, but uh, a more airy flower, which is going to help as far as mold in our area. You know, if you can get the, that flowering time down, with the right pairings and you keep that flower structure that helps a lot. You know, it's, it's pretty that way. The foxtails look nice. It might not be the most yielding, but it's, it, I would like something that's not going to get all molded if I'm trying to crop out in new England, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people like, like you're saying, they'll look at it and be like, Oh, this is larfy. It's like, well, that's not the point. The point isn't Ted grow the, giant densest bud possible it's like what are what what's the terpene profile what, what are the effects how does it look exactly um, yeah like I'm, I'm doing this i mean not a lot of people there's people doing it but not a lot of people are working with you know that longer flowering shit so we're gonna find new stuff in there and you know that weed i enjoy it it gets me fucking high dude you know you smoke that and you're high for three four hours and then it's gonna put your ass down you know and then it's just you get all these crazy flavors. There's so many flavors, um, but it's just it's got a lot to bring to the table. And I just want, I don't want to do the same thing that everyone else is doing. We don't want to do the same thing that everyone else is doing. But you know, my boy is like, yo, we got to sell these things at the end of the day. So you can't just put out a whole line of equatorial hazes that no one's gonna be able to fucking grow out. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, definitely. You still have to have like, you know. If you gotta sell it, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like with the with the poison mimosa, like I like I was telling you, I really enjoy orange, so I was like, "Fuck you guys! If you don't like it, then don't buy it." But this is what I like to smoke, and you know, I don't really like smoking shit that's gonna fucking put my ass to sleep. Like I've been smoking this piff, dude, and I'm like, "Holy shit, bro!" You know, like three hours later, and I'm just dragging ass. Like, what the hell? Like I'd be dabbing all day, and it's not a problem. But that this, you know, that flower is just top notch i need we need to get back to that not this fucking hour cookies shit you know even though it has its place but you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's it's getting really uh, the genetics in my opinion are getting real bottlenecked and and there's just like it looks great and yeah some of the terpene profiles are okay but i don't know some of these plants are like super finicky and i guess like i'm an i'm an outdoor grower first and foremost especially with vegetables so like dude if i have to like stake something and spend a bunch of time with it like it's out like i don't even care if it's good or not like i'm not i'm not messing around spending two hours staking this you know lanky weak stem thing (laughs) to hold itself up you know that's something too you know especially for where you're at you know um if you're going to be outside then that's something you're definitely going to be looking towards you know which plant so I have to do as little maintenance as possible, you know? 
that's a, that's definitely a plus. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had a buddy of mine who grows up in the uh, in like Upper New England, and he was he was saying like some of the some of the stuff he ran, you know, that does great indoors, like outside, was just like the plants looked like they didn't even know where they were. <laughs> like, they did, like on the moon or something, they were like just struggling so hard as soon as you put them outside. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just, you know, certain ones are, aren't going to, aren't going to dig it. But yeah. Um, so do you want to go like, so what do you, what, what's some other stuff you're working on now? Um, I know you mentioned like the polecat and stuff like that, but are there any other? Yeah, be further down the line, and then I have um, that menaze that we're looking at. I, I I have a male, two males that I have that I, I put through the ringer, and I got them outside now, so I can take some nice healthy cuts and uh, you know, hopefully get them ready for later this year to use. Um, I got some, I got two, three boom bap cuts. I'm about to, um, the males, I'm about to flower out in a little tent, see what's up with those. Got some more I got to look through, and my buddy has some more for me too. A couple things, that winter circle, bring everyone some gas, you know. And I got like, um, I'm going to put uh, that same African haze on that, the grape cream cake from Bloom Seed Co., Harry Palms. That one is just a hash monster. going to put it on the winter circle too. Make the F2, some papaya. There's going to be a lot of flavors. And then probably I got a couple of death face. I'm looking through for the next set of parents. Also a couple of things. My buddies are working on also. There's a lot of things going on. I need more room. Yeah. Don't we all, <laughs> but <laughs> yes. So um, I guess maybe I could get into like how, how like, so, so how does soul rebel how does that how does that work as far like yeah it's just um i figured if you know i was i was already cool with my boy boston's loudest you know we were trading cuts and everything and um i figured if i brought in a couple people that i was cool with you know maybe we could all work together and we uh can we have the same you know idea do something different you know not the same as everyone else try to bring something different to the table and, you know, just more of us. So we'll be able to churn out more work, you know, because it, it takes a while. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out what you're going to flower out. And then you got to look through all that, you know, the testing's big because a lot of people, unless it's just like two hype names, people buy with their eyes and they want to see photos. So that's why, you know, looking through all these, all these plants afterwards, and finding some killer stuff, you know, it, it only helps testing it too. You get to look at everything, make sure it's nothing fucky, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, how many how many guys are you working with? Is this kind of like yeah. everyone's got their own projects, or you guys like work yeah. on stuff together? Yeah, some of us work on things together. Um, my buddy Z Bud, he uh, he made that Mandarin Sunshine and the powwow. And that's just the purple tapes across the poison mimosa F2, and it has the crazy serrations. So he's been trying to isolate that trait, and he's F2'd it. And like the F1, it was showing like maybe 40% the, the ridiculous serrations. And, um, you know, it's just like it comes with a really heavy orange and like new shoe smell. 
it's really weird but you know the that's a lot of the serrations they pop up with that it's kind of like a marker i guess but um he's isolated that pretty well almost you know i think he's gonna back cross it next but the f2 showing like 70 percent serration they're absolutely gorgeous you know they're not fucking mutant slow these things fucking slam dude put them in some new shoes and they're gonna veg out they stretch nice is he's got some really cool work and he's got a lot of killer Bodhi cuts that he's tested for Bodhi over the years, I guess. And, um, he's just been pairing those with it. And I made, um, some Senna one, which is grape cream cake and Forza Sansucci from Harry, some uh, high pass shit. And I gave it to him and he found a mail. So he's going to paint some stuff with that. Make some cool. That's what I'm saying. We got a lot of shit going on and we got my buddy Boston loudest. He's helped me with the winter circle. He's got a tent full of things going right now. And uh, one more, the Emperor, my buddy Zach out in uh, Oklahoma. So it's us four, and we've just been throwing down, making as much seed as we could. You know, we've had like some a uh, little bumpy road trying to find the right people to work with. They don't have the same, you know, ethics. We'll call it without me getting into too much detail and. I don't want to drag this dude's name through the mud because he's going to do it himself. Um, you know, but, you know, I think I got a, a really good, solid team around me now, and we've just been churning shit out, quality stuff, not not no fucking garbage, dude, you know. It was really nice work. And pop a pack, crazy deals. You know, you see it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Yeah, I actually have uh, got some of your packs right here. So this is the Mandarin. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. The whole thing is an experience from the moment you buy the seeds. You know, I try to treat everyone, you know, well, I like to talk shit, but, you know, if you have a question, I'm going to answer your question. I'm not going to be that that guy who just goes to you as soon as you buy a pack. Look at the pack, though. The thing is gorgeous, man. The whole thing. It's a vibe. And then you smoke that shit. Fire. Yeah, man, I have to say, like, it, whenever I hit you up, you hit me back in, like, a minute. <laughs> like, every single time. So, I, I can attest to your, uh, yeah, you'll definitely answer questions, which is which is cool. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys won't answer. They'll fucking block you. Like, Why are you lying, bro? What are you gonna, it's hard to make up lies. You know? Yeah, for so, sure. A lot of guys that have no morals, no ethics in it at all. That's besides the point. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the drama here, but yeah, we, all, all. we all have to deal with that nonsense. I've had to deal with it. You've had to deal with it. But um, but yeah, so you, you mentioned the uh, winner circle a few times. Uh, what's what's the lineage on that? Chem 4 and uh, face-off OG back cross twice from Archive, Archive, however you want to say it. Um. Just really nice, stout. They stretch like a nice OG, but they're not lanky. It's got like the Chem 4 structure, at least the ones that I've flowered. You know, um, my buddy sent me, he looked through a couple cuts and he sent me one, the Bushmaster cut. And this thing is amazing. It's like limey, hashy. It's really nice work. Um, but we're just trying to put it on a lot of, a lot of gas. And then some some of the newer like hash stuff like the papaya and the grape cream cake. Of course, I'm gonna put some haze in there too, you know. But that's something we've I took it to uh 
F2 was what we were trying to do. I found the parents and I sent my buddies the mails. You know, we were plotting on which ones we wanted to use and how we want or how we wanted to pair it. And then uh, just getting to it now. Um, I don't know if you, you saw it. The uh, I guess you, you want to talk about the hemp bill at all? I don't know if you looked at it. Which one? The Connecticut. I haven't looked at it. I mean, not the hemp bill. I'm sorry, the legalization bill. I haven't. I do. That's yeah. why I was talking to you. I was trying to be lazy <laughs> see what you would tell me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not personally too happy with it. Um, it's got a couple good points, but I don't know, man. I I can't. Uh, it drives me. It drives me crazy, dude. It's 180 some odd pages. The whole it's ridiculous. Bill. Yeah. For a, for a fucking yeah. plant. Yeah. yeah. But um. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Hopefully, I think someone said in 2023, there's like a home grow clause or something like that. Yeah. And so I wish they would just be like, hey, I'm going to charge you $1,500 for the year and you're going to pay this, this, this fucking fee and you can do whatever you want. You can grow 10 plants at a time. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> that's, that's nothing. But like, just, I don't understand. It's like, don't, isn't that how they function? All fucking greed and money? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's in my opinion it's all about state control, but like, yeah. So so home grow is in October. If you got a med card, you can grow six plants per adult, twelve cap per household. Three cannot be flowering. Three can be flowering, and they have to be in a a um, um, secure area away from anyone else in the household who does not have a medical card. So like you gotta have a spare bedroom with a lock on it or a closet with a lock on it or some nonsense. Um, it's crazy, man. Yeah, and then I don't uh, know where to start to get a medical card. I don't even really want to. Like I know right from wrong. Fuck yeah, them. yeah, yeah. But I get, and then yeah, it's you like you were saying in a three years, it'll homegrown will, will be legal for all adults over the age of twenty one. Um, same same kind of restrictions though you know, six plants, 12 cap per household, three can be flowering or half, half can be flowering, half cannot, uh, can't grow outside though. And also, um, and I can get into the other part, but this, this part I found pretty funny is, um, uh, cannabis cultivation in the state of Connecticut is not considered farming or agriculture. So you're not doing agriculture if you're growing cannabis plants. And the wow. reason why they did this is you cannot apply for any agricultural yeah. exemptions or statuses in the state of Connecticut like you can do for any other crop. Yeah, you can't get like a grant or anything, right? Nope. Can't get a grant. You can't get your sales tax exemptions. You can't get your 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 uh you know local property taxes reduced for being a farm. So yeah, it's pretty <laughs> like they try to get us however they can, bro. Yeah. It's it's pretty nuts. Twenty percent sales tax at retail, something like that. So I don't know. It's it's just like it's bizarre, and I feel like um like everyone's celebrating, like oh yeah, it's it's legal now, and I feel like a lot of people are just gonna be like, okay, well that's it, you know, we're we're done. And I feel like now, like this is like we have a lot, we have a, still have a long way to go. I mean, I would yeah. like to see everyone be able to grow as much as they want wherever they want as long as it's you know on their property or yeah within reason you know yeah yeah um you know i mean i wish we could just 
fucking treat it like a like a plant and just if we wanted to grow thousands of acres in the woods then we could but you know they ain't never gonna let you do that yeah but just like don't bother me let me do my thing you know if if uncle sam wants his cut i don't have a problem giving him you know yeah i don't want to give him my cut (laughs) i I, I don't really either but if that's what it costs no, I know. You can go. Not be bothered. Grease some palms, you know, do what you yeah. got to do. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and it's, it's crazy though. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if you had any, had any takes on it or, or, you know, if, if like what people have been saying to you about, it or if you've been talking about it or anything. I mean, I, I just, I, I was reading some stuff on it the other day, but just, I know, I know how, state and the government is i didn't think it was gonna be anything special if they said yes did he even sign it yet uh the governor has not signed it yet um <laughs> but he said he would so for whatever yeah. that's worth um it's been it's been such a dude it's been such a football i've been i've been following this pretty closely Ridiculous. For like the last few years and it's yeah it was it was nuts like everyone was just trying to get a piece of this like yeah every caucus and special interest group and advisory board. And yeah, it's, it's a shame. That's why the bill is 180 some odd pages. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to do my thing and hopefully, you know, have cool neighbors. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, is there anything else uh, you wanted to touch on or, or talk about? Oh, maybe we could talk about your, uh, your Google bed you got going. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I do um, the majority or like 90% of my breeding, unless I like touch a couple plants I have in like little fabric pots and stuff like that. But I just, I, um, this is the second year with it and I made it last year during COVID. I was, I was stuck at home. We were taking like AB shifts at work. And uh, I had bad time on my hand, and I had like two fucking quote unquote scares. You know, someone's like, "Oh, I came into contact with someone." It's like, all right, so now my whole family has to sit at home for two weeks. But uh, I ended up doing that. I did it all by hand. I just wanted to fucking work out. <coughs> Dug out a big trench, not too big, because I've read that like it won't. Some something will happen. You know, it could go anaerobic or something if it's too big. Um, I didn't want it to you know, get like thermophilic. I didn't want it to cook too much to keep everything alive in there. I just added, you know, some, I mean, it, it ended up, it got a little hot in the beginning, but it was all right. But uh chicken shit and litter, like leaf litter. And I got a bunch of old logs from the wood, like stuff like that, chopped them up, filled it up, a bunch of bomb compost from my, from uh, the homie, any compost. On Instagram, you know him. Yep. You know about. Yep. Shout out Jeff from New England yep. Compost. Jeff's He's been on the show. He's a good friend. Jeff is the man. Yeah, he. We we met on a, you know, Instagram, and I was talking to him, and I used to work out that way, so it was a lot easier to get up there and get some. And he's got an awesome operation up there. He's such a great guy. If you're in the area, go get some compost from him. If you can't, if you need a lot, you know, I know people like to make their own and everything, but uh, yeah. If you need- a bunch of fire compost or seed starter or whatever hit Jeff. 
Yeah, and I'll say too, if you ever see me at events, I always have some of the samples of his compost with me. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. the free samples. So make some tea out of them, you know, throw them in a pot. Oh, that's what I do. I put them in yeah. the bag, wash it up in some water with some herbs or something, and I'll just spray them, you know, foliar feed it. You can root drench it. But yeah, that's that's all I used. And I, I planted like a bunch of radishes and um beets and spinach and chard and catnip onions mad shit dude i just put a bunch of stuff in it and then eventually put the cannabis in it and it's dude i don't even have to really feed thing i don't have to really i just water them to be honest i'll foliar feed now and then but if anything it's just trying to keep away mold you know especially with some of these varieties that i haven't grown outside yet so i gotta be on my uh on my game you know yeah yeah, I have to say too, since I switched to no-till, it's been it's been a huge difference. I definitely don't have to fertilize as much, which has been nice. But weed management is a little bit more difficult. But you know, you kind of you get used to it and you figure out little tricks. So yeah. Oh yeah, I, I nice. well, I weed whacked the male that I hunted out over the winter by accident. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. One, of, one of the center ones. I put it through the ringer, bro. And this thing had huge resin glands. What do you expect from Harry? palms at bloom seeds this dude the hash god you know making all those varieties for hash but uh i, I just put his shit together because they're just two awesome awesome looking plants and then that male i found i hunted him over the winter but i weed whacked him that day by accident he just started revegging pushing out like normal growth son of a bitch <laughs> that was that i was gonna say you could have t- you could have tried to root it grab some I of them it's stems <laughs> i tried it was a wrap <laughs> uh, yeah it, it happens it happens to the best of us yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's cool to have like a you know i got all the boys with me so you know i try to give them all cuts of the males that i hunt you know whether they're going to make something with it or something to hold on to so we don't lose it because it's hard man trying to keep all these cuts you know keep them clean you know but oh, yeah. um yeah, especially just trying to keep the males around after you do all the work. You know, God forbid something stupid happens like that. So, you know, I got them outside. I take some healthy clippings. You know, they're not in the Hugel, but um, I got them in some fire compost, my little mix, and uh, get them nice and healthy, take some beautiful cuts. They're looking lush right now. So get that ready for the next round. Yeah. This is the time of year to take those cuttings. We're going to hit the solstice. So, yeah, it's the best time to do it. Oh, yeah. Especially if you got plants that are hurt, put them outside and put them in the ground or in some yeah. really good. Yeah, definitely. That's so that's a trick. If, if anyone doesn't know, if you got some plants that are struggling indoors, this is the time of year, throw them outside in a pot or in the ground, give them a few weeks. They'll, they'll love it. But don't kill them first. Definitely harden yeah. them off to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't throw them throw them out full sun if they've been in like a tent for five years and oh yeah <laughs> under that like was, a that was me i still do it i might fuck it only strong survive unless yeah. it's something i'm trying to work with and i'm like no no no, no. but like you got a bunch of seed stars so i'm like all right i got a lot of you motherfuckers if someone dies i'm not gonna be that mad unless it's something i've been working on but uh my first one of the first ones that i i think my first successful one it was with some tahoe og bag seed and uh golden goat bag seed 
that we got on 420, me and my boy Fire, bud. And it, was, it was loaded with seeds, dude. I was like, what the fuck? How did someone sell a pound of this? You know, it's just like you crack open a seed, there was like, or a bud, there's like 20 seeds and like a gram. But um, I grew those out and I didn't know. And I put a bunch of them, I put them outside right in the sun. I came home from work. There's only like seven, eight left out of 20, 25. <laughs> I got torched. Yeah. I've noticed too, like I've, I pretty much with like completely switched over to LEDs and that definitely helps. Um, I noticed like if you have stuff under like fluorescence or under even like uh, metal halide and you throw it outdoors or even try to put those under LEDs, they really don't like it. But if you already have them under an LED and you bring them outdoors or go back and forth with them, they, they don't really care. Which oh is, yeah. I have um Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is just, yeah. It's nice to figure that out. Yeah, I have um, these LEDs, BSF, Boomstraw, something like that. My buddy out in the Carolinas, he makes them, the Cobb-style LEDs, and it's got like a little power controller on it. And he's like, yo, don't turn that thing on 100. I was like, yeah, 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 all right. <laughs> what did I do? I turned it like, I was like eh, turn that sucker right up. And it just burned everything. So, like, those things are strong. I just rock it at, like, 25% now. You know, especially if you like get like cuts from someone or you bring uh, a plant from under like a something that's not like a, like you were saying, a different light, they'll, they'll burn them. Yeah, because what I was doing was like I'd have all my moms under like a like a T5 or something and like, uh-huh. you know, and then I throw that like I kind of like veg them under that, too, after I took cuts and then I throw them into my like a tent or something with uh like i run i run the spider farmers and like at like you know 80 90 and the plants just get like so you i mean you could tell it's light stressed because like the the tips are like turning white oh like yeah. the top of the plant is like turning white which is like a dead giveaway um that's just like taking in too much light and I, I was like all right well let me turn these down and then also let me start them under leds and that like and then you know i bring stuff out in and out you know side and i noticed that like with the led i didn't have that that problem so yeah definitely but yeah so all good all good stuff to know um so yeah i usually if you don't got anything else to kind of talk about at the end of the interview i usually ask kind of a couple quicker questions um so What's one of your favorite uh, tools or pieces of equipment in the garden? In the garden? Yeah. Watering wand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then um, some, what's, what's a word of advice or, or wisdom for all the uh, growers and breeders and farmers out there? Keep learning. You don't know shit yet. Yeah, I don't know. Keep reading. That's it. Don't have an ego. Keep learning. If someone tries to teach you something, just let them teach it to you. Don't be a dick about it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, it's crazy too. Like I've been doing this for so long and I'll, I'll go back and like reread something that's like pretty rudimentary. I'm like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot about this one thing. Or I'll like see a plant that I, I knew the Latin name of or something like 10 years ago. And I had no idea what it is anymore. And I'm like asking somebody, I'm like, do you know what this is? And they've been like gardening for a year. And they're like, yeah, that's the, whatever. You don't know that. I'm like, yeah, but it's like, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't even thought of it. So. I feel like when I'm like helping my mom or something, 
I'm going to go help her garden. Or she does a bunch of jobs around town. So I'll go help her do that. My son works with her. She pays him. But uh, I'd be like, when I get one of the names of the plants right, I'd be like, ha-ha. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. So um, drop your plugs where everyone can find you and you know grab some seeds from you or whatever. Any shout outs? Uh, shout out the boys, the crew, you know, my wife for putting up with this shit. Check us out, Soul Rebel Collective on Instagram, or Microbe Alchemist, Z Bud, Boston's Loudest, Emperor. Thank you for having me on, bro. You know, Damn, that's man. it. All right, man, sounds good. Well, that's it for this episode. I'd like to thank Microbe for coming on. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at Focus Seeds. My website is focusseeds.com, and you can send me an email, focusseeds at protonmail.com. Focus is spelled P-H-O-C-A-S. Happy growing. Peace.